Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we proudly present our spectacular show of podcast magic and imagination full of Disney wonder, news, and pop culture. It's the Main Street Electrical Podcast with Jim Novotny and David Dollar. Hey, Jen. Hey, Dave. It's the Main Street Electrical Podcast. Boop, 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 boop. How was lunch? <laughs> mm, lunch is good. Yeah, Dave likes sitting here watching me eat my lunch because that's just how my day went today. Well, that's the way you it know? works. Yeah, I haven't had lunch yet. I've got cold pizza in the fridge from a couple of days ago that I'm going to throw mm, in. And, cold pizza. You know, well, uh, my wife, Steph, and I both have cold pizza uh, to eat from a few days ago, and we've got one little thing of garlic sauce that we saved. So... Will be kind of fun to seeing how uh, how we get to share. Yeah. That. Are you going to split that? Like how we're going to try. Work? We'll try. I probably will give her most of it. I'll dip a few little pieces of crust in it and give her the Smart. rest because I'm Smart. I'm nice like that. I'm I'm a giving soul like that. So episode five it's of the main story. Happy wife, happy life. Happy you know? wife, happy, happy wife, Disney happy, life, happy yeah. wife. Yes. So. That's right. That too. <laughs> episode five of the Main Street Logical Podcast. We are glad you guys are here. Thank you for joining us again. And we're happy you're here. Of course, find us all over the interwebs. I'll go ahead and throw the contact information out. Mm-hmm. Um, the podcast.com. <laughs> go there. There's a show notes and uh, you'll find some fun stuff on there. We talk about things. I'll throw some pictures up there. Like last, uh, last episode's magic moment. We talked about the shirt that my wife had as a kid that pictures up there and of course we have a new page called the bookshelf where you go there and um you know guests we have come on with things they are doing like books and things like that we're going to throw up there um the amazon links how to purchase we've got hatch from mcnear wilson and we've got the cato book from christine that's up there as well and and uh, the friends of the show are on the side so their contact information is there and we've got the imagineers coming on next week from the imagineers podcast matt and susie and so you'll find their information up there as well so it'll it'll all be fun of course you can email us at the mscpodcast.com or at gmail.com. We want to hear your stories, your magic moments, your, your feedback, anything mm-hmm. you want to say, questions you have. Hey, if you want us to share your magic moment, we give us permission. That. We'll share your magic we moment. We would Absolutely. love that. Also, we're looking mm-hmm. for Q&A. We're looking for questions you might have about anything yeah. Disney. Uh, opinions. What do you guys think anything. about this? What's your favorite Disneyland, Disney World. I have a Disney World question about my trip, blah, blah, blah. We want to do a Q&A show sometime yep. the next anywhere Absolutely. from one to 35 shows. And uh, we'll do... We need your question, so we'll jump up in there. But the main question we have to start every show is, Jen, how did you Disney this week? Okay. Well, this week was a little quieter for me than last week. Last week, I was, like, planning my next, you know, my next month trip to Disney World, um, which was a lot. This week, I'm Disneying. I've worn a Disney shirt every day this week. And not that you guys can see, this is one from a couple years ago. It's got mm-hmm. the Walt Disney World. Right. Like, it's got the old school logo with, like, almost like the spaceship or, like, Epcot thing with Mickey ears on it. And I love it. I got it, like, two years ago at Mouse Gear. And it's one of my faves. Oh, and um, I also linked our new Haunted Mansion Magic Bands into Fun our Fun times. Because you can do Magic that Bands now online. Um, you can actually order Magic you Bands, can. too, which is nice for your trip. Yes, That's- which is nice. Yeah, we ordered those from the Disney store, but I got them right. linked. So Very cool. how got did ours. you, Disney? We still got ours from March. They're on top of the fridge because if my uh, kid finds them, he's going to want to play with them. We've got our, our magic bands up there just ready to right. go. And, you know, he's got his Vampirina band, and I've got my uh, – my I forget which band I, it was order, but we've got all our magic bands ready to go. Vampirina, of course, being three properties ago, he went through a series of Vampirina, 
and then PJ Masks, and then Toy Stories back to PJ Masks again. So who knows where we'll be in September? How did I Disney this week? Well, I will tell you, <laughs> as a travel agent, Jen and I are both travel agents, and we want to make it sure that we keep this show not being a, an infomercial about travel, which you know we work for Upon a Star Travel. I work for that. Jen owns the darn thing. Um, but I will tell you that as a travel agent, it is nice sometimes to actually be able to do my job. As usual, I had a client that contacted me mm. about a California trip in December. They want to go to stay at the Grand Californian. She asked me about the Grand Californian. Tell me about it. I got to have a great interaction with her. Here's what the resort looks like. We've stayed there before. It's beautiful. Uh, it opens up into California Adventure. You know what? Booked the client. And it was in the Disney World, we can't book any new clients. Disneyland, we can do rooms and stuff. And I was able to book the client. And it felt just for like that 30-minute that period of time when I were working with the client, was talking to her about Grand California, it just felt normal. It was great. Um, it just felt like, oh, this is just – this is my job. This is my old job of being able to do trips and being able to do things mm-hmm. and talk about, you know, of course, then the reality of, well, we can't do tickets yet. And I don't know what the restaurants are going to look like and who knows about the masks and blah, blah, blah. But – just being able to book the trip. It was so nice. It really, really but was. But even just kind of starting, like just getting yes. that yes. is, yes, yes, is lovely. Yeah. Yes. And so mm-hmm. we've got some more Disney reopening news coming up here. Let's get to some news. It's all the news that's fit to print with David Ola and Jen Vatney. News, news, news. This is news you can use. Well, or at least you'll be interested in one way or another. I got a couple of news topics here, and I'm going to throw them at you. And, and Jen, you can probably speak to these more than I can because you're smarter at this than I am. But uh, first, Disney released that they will no longer do air travel in 2021. This is kind of a not surprising at all simply because I think this is just a game they want to get out of. Um, Disney, of course, worked with airlines, not Southwest, which mm-hmm. the bulk of my trips were people using Southwest Airlines. Same. So I, never did tra- I never did air travel. <laughs> if people asked me about it, I would very include it, but very rarely did I ever do it because it's just, you know didn't try it i don't like dealing with airlines at all uh but now they're saying no um they're saying i mean any reason for that jen i mean obviously the reasons are the reasons are obvious but what do you think yeah i mean i'm not surprised quite quite frankly um the airline industry right now as you might imagine is having a bit of an upheaval Mm -hmm. um at the best of times airlines are not fun to work with so um i do deal with air quite a bit. I actually have some clients who come to me. I mean, they have to pay a fee for air only. Um, so I'm very, very good at air, but airlines are a pain in the butt. Uh, Southwest now they are great because no change fees. You know, if I need to work with an airline, I'm always grateful when it's a Southwest, um, Delta being my second favorite. Right. Right. But yeah, I'm just saying with all the non-refundable and all those different things, with Disney and even like Universal in different places, packaging those in, that's caused an extra layer of issues for them. Um, when it comes to, okay, well, what are the policies? And then they have to, you know, correspond with the air team, like at that, whatever, you know, and the airline hold times are crazy and the change fees and, you know, the airline industry, there's not a lot of lift going on right now. So I'm not surprised at all, honestly. And, and truly, it's almost, easier to keep it separate because then you know if something happens and you need to change sometimes you have a little bit more flexibility when you've booked that air separately Mm -hmm. which is again like you and i basically that happens for our clients a lot because southwest was never one you could bundle with disney right so now that doesn't change magical express you're still getting magical express and that which is good which is huge which is good Mm -hmm. i imagine that airline that you know the bag thing the luggage thing where they'll take your bags back to the airport 
once COVID is lifted, I mean, that's not happening right now because of just COVID restrictions, but I imagine that will come back, you know, once. So for Magical Express right now, you guys are flying in in a couple of weeks. You're actually flying in at the park Mm -hmm. opening. Uh, If you did Magical Express, you'd have to go get your bags right now. Is that correct? They're not doing your bags for you Uh, at all? No, I I think what I'm talking about is the resort airline check-in. So when you're going gotcha. back okay, I see. to the airport, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, okay. You know, at the resorts, you, there's right. like that little check-in desk, right. and yeah, that is not is what's not happening right now. To oh, my understanding, Magical Express is still grabbing. Okay, good bags. deal. I hope they so. I hope they resume the resort airline check-in though, because that is a huge perk. Too. That's, that's, that's kind of that's a hidden gem. A lot of people don't know about. A lot of people don't know. It really you can is. go on your last day of your trip, mm-hmm. and you can check in. Uh, they open like five in the yep. morning to like eleven in the morning. Yep. Check your bags. It's just it's mm-hmm. wonderful, and you know, oh, every it's resort so has it. From your beloved Grand Floridian to my beloved All Star Sports, everyone has it, which is nice. And so, <laughs> yeah, it really it really does make it very nice. So, um, I that's I have no doubt that's going to come back. Right. I think right. right now it's, it's such a, a perk, but staffing sense. and a safety. Yes. I think a lot of it will have to do with staffing too, because I think their staff is going to be lighter um, because they're having to bring Mm -hmm. people back. There's so many people that have been furloughed. Mm -hmm. I think there have been people, cast members that may have gone to find other jobs because they had Mm -hmm. to, you know, they may not return. Mm -hmm. I I just, I just don't know. Uh, And also maybe some have health conditions that would preclude them from being in a busier, you know, so that might be it too. Very true. And of course we're getting wind that the Coke store has reopened at Disney, uh, Disney Springs. Yes. At Disney Springs. Love the Mm -hmm. Coke store. It's a great, that's, Cook bar on the very top is is just fantastic. Uh, a lot of other places are good. starting to reopen here and there. I see the 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 Speedway Racetrack uh, a gas station near Disney World is reopening, which mm-hmm. again it's a small thing. It's a gas station, but it's another reopening. Cast members but it's are another being, reopening. Yep. Is reopening. Cast members being called back to work. I believe at the end of June for retraining. Um, a lot of cast members have to mm-hmm. be retrained for distancing things like that. And, uh, so absolutely. You know, talk, and not to mention they have to prepare for the opening have, yeah. of oh, the absolutely. parks and you know like. Absolutely. Is it, it's going to be paper menus. Well, a lot of cast members don't know what they're walking into. It's not like Disney's giving them daily. Right. Hey, you're a cast member. Here's what we're doing. A lot of cast members will walk right. in no. knowing as much as you and I and our listeners know, just not knowing a lot because they're going to walk in going, okay, what do we do? And they just kind of start from the beginning. Um, the rumor we're hearing as well is COVID has maybe a, hit another part of Disney, the, Re- the Reflections Resort, which was going to be over by the Fort Wilderness Campgrounds and Fort Wilderness Lodge, mm-hmm. might just be canceled. It was a DVC resort coming in that there. Possible. Uh, they took out the Mickey's Backyard Barbecue, took out some of that land over there. I think mm-hmm. where River Country yep. was. And they actually started doing some demo from what I understand mm-hmm. over there. And right. I don't, you know, you can actually, if you're at the Fort you could see where River Country right. was. I mean, right. without going on the property, like without breaking right. yeah, don't any do rules. That. Don't do you that. Know, don't, do that. don't do that. But I mean, you were able to see like through some of the fencing and stuff right. kind of where it used to be. Now, so. if you decide to do that, make sure you send us some pictures, themsepodcast.com. Uh, we will definitely not, we won't say your name. We'll protect you and everything. So send us some pictures. That'd be nice. Yeah. But we're not saying do that. Because don't you'll do probably it. be arrested or yeah, something. Yeah, but don't do it. Don't so do don't it. Do but, it. Don't do it. <laughs> but like my child, my son, you know, he's disobedient sometimes. He's going to do what he do, does no matter what I tell him. So if you decide to do this, just know that we'll be happy to, yeah. to post the pictures. Anyway, yeah. but don't do it. Which, uh, yeah. So yeah. Reflect, reflections. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if that rumor was true, yeah. but we don't know for sure. It yet. is one it's of those things, though. They can save like $700 million by not doing it. It is oh, yeah. like. And with all the other know. renovations going right. on, you know, probably mm-hmm. a hotel is not what they need right now. 
versus some yeah. of the other things that they have to complete. You know? I would imagine I can just see the Bobs having this this big whiteboard and having these post-it notes and one line across the whiteboard, one with reflections. And there's Spaceship Earth refurb, there's Gardens of the Galaxy and Ratatouille, and there's a new pavilion coming in Epcot. We don't know that, but maybe. Well, and they're all lined up, and now they're having to take these post-it notes and kind of put them in a in a like a straight line in yeah. terms of like mm-hmm. this is first, this is second, this is third. Mm-hmm. Everything below this line may or may not happen. You know, right. so so we'll see. Yeah. Um, and finally, we have a new. Which, I believe we have a new bag check coming. Um, now, in our in our and again rumor rumor, but it would totally make make sense because they wanted to make touch bags. In our little town here, we have a, a trampoline park that my kid loves going to. We go just about every day, every other day. We have a little pass, and we go every every couple of days. And he just loves jumping the trampolines and zip lines and whatever. Well, they have a little rinky dink iPad set up with a little thermal thing sitting on top, and as you walk by, it gauges your temperature. And I'm thinking. If this place can have that, imagine what Disney's going to have. We've seen right. – was it, was it Shanghai Disney had this system set up where they walked through, yes. walk through this tent, and they just basically thermal mm-hmm. temperature – Yeah, they thermal you, scan you. Which is really, really yeah. cool. Um, I, that's your thermal check. I believe they're going to have some sort of bag system coming. I've read numerous reports where there's mm-hmm. this new system that's going to be able to basically scan your bag for things that shouldn't be there. I don't, I don't know how it works. I don't want to – I mean, yeah. I mean, I will say that over at Universal, you have to put your bag through an x-ray. Right. You kind of like at the airport. You yeah. know, it's just, it is what it is, but right. it makes sense because you've got stuff in your bag. And honestly, I try to travel light anyway. Yeah, me too. <laughs> today. Mm-hmm. I would recommend if you can get away with it. Right. Travel. Yes. You yeah. know. It just makes your life easier. And then you can go through the no bag check line, which is really nice. So we are just waiting to see what everything looks like as it opens up. We'll try to give you some more news. Mm-hmm. As, we, as it happens, things are confirmed and things that are, to, that are rumors. Of course, the airlines uh, being taken away in December is confirmed. Coke store is confirmed. Cash yes. numbers are being called back. Oh, yes. Bag check Absolutely. and the Reflections Resort. Those are rumors. We both believe them to be true, but we will see what happens. So, um, so our first time, this is the first time we've done this on the podcast. Jen, have you seen Artemis Fowl? It's on Disney, Disney plus, you know, I read Artemis Fowl way back. I mean, gosh, it would have to have been my school days, you right. know, so but I have not seen ago, it on Disney correct? plus yet. Yeah. yeah, just yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, of course, I'm of course. That young. <laughs> of course. So Artemis Fowl just hit Disney Plus. It was supposed to come out last summer, I believe. They pushed it to May. May of this year. May was going to be like mm-hmm. the big kind of a new franchise kind of thing because Disney likes pushing franchises, which don't seem to work, and uh, most of the time. And they decide, you know what? We're going to put this thing on Disney Plus. Let's just get it out and get it over with. Now, what I've noticed about Disney, mm-hmm. and they did this somewhat with Tomorrowland, which Tomorrowland is a decent film. I didn't think Tomorrowland was great, but it was decent. Uh, I did notice this with Wrinkle in Time and with the Nutcracker movie that came out last. Last year, two just abhorrent films. They're so bad. Disney likes to so sometimes make this whole all all style and no substance. Look how pretty we look. Look how amazing the special mm-hmm. effects are and everything. Mm-hmm. And this, once you pull back that one layer of special effects, there's no story there, which was the problem mm-hmm. of both those films. I just thought they were just terrible. Agreed. Agreed. And Wrinkle in Time, I love that book. And, and I've, I heard the, so I've heard the book. It's great. I've never read it, but the movie. Oh, the book is great. The book is awful. But the movie. Was which not- to me. It wasn't nearly as it wasn't even as bad as, as Nutcracker. I thought Nutcracker was one of the worst films I've ever seen in my life, and just it. it and you could tell good. both films. I think they were trying to step a new franchise. Now they did this with John mm-hmm. Carter in 2012. Honestly, John Carter's not a bad movie. It's not great by any means. It's not I don't think I movie, saw that, but it's not a terrible film. But I think you know the reputation going into it. They took like two hundred two hundred million dollar loss on it. They marked off on taxes. Oh just, yeah, it was awful. <laughs> going into that movie knowing it's going to be terrible, I think you actually have a sense of enjoyment of it because this movie's not supposed to be good. So anything you get out of it, 
great. Uh, there's a very low bar. For mm-hmm. me, for Artemis Fowl, it was kind of the same way. I had a low bar going in this movie. Now, I had no clue what this movie was about. Not a single clue. I knew this So you kid, never read it. I've never read it. I don't know anything about it. I know okay. nothing. Could it be space travel? Could it be an old, old, you know, Western kind of book? Could it be a modern-day fairy tale? Could it be an action-adventure, mm-hmm. a rom-com? Didn't think it was a rom-com, but who knows? No idea. <laughs> and so the movie starts out with this kid who is, is declaring himself a criminal mastermind. His, his father gets kidnapped, and so... He ends up getting in touch with this, this some sort of uh, like demon entity, evil figure character. I forget the name of the character. But it reminds me, the, it reminds me of the term "big boy," which makes me think of Andre Three Thousand and Outcast. It wasn't "big boy" from Outcast, but it was some sort of really. I think of LB's big boy glowy, the restaurant, but whatever. I don't know what it was. Some sort of green, green glowy thing, and they're like, "Hey, you have to bring us the Oculus or the Oculation or whatever mm-hmm. it's called." And, and so to do that, he has to get in touch with like this fairy world who, um, who. They, they're protecting the Oculus, but it's still this whole thing, okay? So he ends up kidnapping this fairy, and this fairy army comes in, and it's Dame Judy Dench is in this. Um, Josh Gad tends to be in Judy all these Dench. Disney movies. Judy, well, you'd think Judy Dench would give it some sort of gravitas, and it doesn't. And, and I feel like I saw a video That's a couple sad. of days ago that talked about this, and they're like, I don't know why Helen Mirren's agent hates her, because not only did she have to do Cats, she also did Artemis Fowl. What is what does her agent have no. against her? So I don't I don't know. Uh, Josh Gad is in this, and I kind of feel like Josh Gad, who I think is going to be a Disney legend one day. They will put a legend status. Oh, he will point. be. He absolutely so talented. Will be. He's such a fun guy. I would love to get. Go ahead and contact Josh Gad. Get him on the show. I think he'd be fun on the show. Um, you know, yeah, so sure. let me get right on that. I, I don't know if you'd call the Bobs for that. You might have to call uh, Adina or Kristen to get him on the show. So you, yeah, use, your contacts. use your contacts for that. Uh, best, but, whatever. So Josh Gad, I think, is just having fun in all these movies. And I don't blame him. That's fine. But he was also in, in Wrinkle in Time, which was terrible. Um, he's in this movie. He's probably the best thing about this movie. He plays this, this, um, this troll or dwarf, gigantic dwarf who eats dirt and spits the dirt out his, at his, at his behind whenever he eats as he tunnels through things. And it's just this weird setup and just it's – okay, so this movie was a mess. This movie was a complete Okay, was it visually mess. stunning at all? Because at least with Wrinkle in no, Time, it just wasn't, I'm like, the well, visual I, was great. I will tell you, it wasn't grandiose like Wrinkle in Time or, or Nutcracker where you okay. had these looming scenes of this wild color and Reese Witherspoon and blah, 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 blah. It just yeah. – it was just, it was it was colorful and it was fun. The effects were fine. There wasn't I, I didn't see a lot of CGI in it. Yeah. I wasn't like that's just fake. You know, it didn't look a lot like that. But it just it was kind of a mess. And I've heard that if you read the book, you're going to hate the movie. I, I don't know. Again, I've never read the book. I don't know anything about the book. I don't. Know Which how is true, probably part of the reason whatever. I haven't watched the movie. But yet, I do want you to I'm watch always it. Always a fan of the book. It's about an hour and a half. <laughs> I will watch and it. Though. I can tell right, I there's can a good that. reason Disney put this on Disney Plus and not in the theaters. This would have been a bomb at the theaters. This would have like yeah. pulled in less than a hundred million dollars. Um, I think had they held off and stuck it in theaters at the reopening in a, a couple of weeks as theaters were starting to reopen, it might have done okay. Yeah, yeah. Because right now, Just honestly, because everyone wants to get off? I would go see Barbara Streisand in Yentl 2, you know, cry harder. I would go see that right now because I, I don't care because I want to see something in the theater. And I would go see this in the theater in a heartbeat. So any movie that comes out that first week or two is going to make a buku bucks. But I think Artemis Fowl is, is, is okay on Disney+. Plus. It's just – it's not a good movie. It's just not. And most people I've, I've That makes to, me sad because, I mean, so many Disney movies that come out are just amazing. But you have to look at it, the whole history. Right. That's always been how movies are from uh, out of Disney. Sometimes they are just amazing. And sometimes they just flop. I mean, yeah. I think, like, even going back, you know, to the beginning, obviously Snow White was huge. Of course. Of course. But, 
they had other ones that just did not do well. Right. Well, so, I think I think Disney has got to rely on because they're storytellers. They are storytellers. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite movies mm-hmm. in the last ten years is Alexander and the Very Good. No, nobody had very good, horrible, bad day. What I oh I yeah, very bad day. Yeah. That movie is so wonderful it takes a book a 16 page mm-hmm. book and turns it into a story there's not a lot of effects in it it's just a story about a family and a kid who thinks everything happening mm-hmm. bad that day is his fault and it's a mm-hmm. wonderful film it's my top 200 films story. of all time i love that movie there's nothing visually stunning about it other than steve carell's arm mm-hmm. catches on fire his shirt catches on fire i'm sure they did that with effects so he actually mm-hmm. burned but it's a great story and it's all about story. There's nothing about that needs mm-hmm. to be over the top mm-hmm. with it. And I really feel like Artemis and going back to some of these other films, even back to Tomorrowland, which again, wasn't a terrible movie. It just wasn't that great. No, it just wasn't you great. Know, I expected some, a lot more from it. You put it was some okay. story into it and I think you've got something mm-hmm. there. I mean, I think you really, really have. Yeah. And I think Artemis Fowl had a lot of potential. Right. No, I was going to say, sometimes I feel like they change the story for whatever reason, yes. where, you know, for whatever reason they feel like they want to change the storyline. But then sometimes it just falls apart. Like for me, yeah. that was Wrinkle in Time. They yeah. pulled out enough things well, from it that it was like. And I've never read Wrinkle in Time, but the one of the big criticisms I've had is that it's it's critic- Wrinkle in Time is a very is a very Christian leaning book where it has a very less spiritual and God mm-hmm. overtones. Disney, of course, took that out. It does, and they made a very like they the did. universe lives inside of you, and you are the universe, and just it's. But- that's why but honestly because that was kind of like right. that that was the glue right so like we, they got rid of the glue so some of the story didn't end up making yeah. sense and but I, it's I, not it was like there's a lot of science in the book too and they me, kept the science part of me gets why they did that they want to appeal to a broader audience but you know what they left the spiritual overtones in Chronicle of Narnia, and that movie was a monster did that really well did so and much was, money because it was story and effects it yes. was believable it was enjoyable they left a lot of and mm-hmm. they didn't get too preachy with it but they left the tone in there oh no, they, they had to um so it's it's you know you leave but, that kind of a tone in wrinkle in time and i think you've got a decent story but honestly i'm sitting there going the book is not about having the universe inside of you and you are everything and that's not what the book is about that Don't wasn't what the book so if they, you're going to change it like they that. had to add things yes. to then hold the story together yes. and so th- to me, that was the problem. And like you said, yeah. you know, Narnia, look, I mean, they did a prop culture on Chronicles of Narnia, yeah. like on Disney Plus. Like, that's how popular Chronicle of Narnia like, is just like, immaculate. And I thought Prince Caspian was a great film. And I hate I Disney. did too. I thought, I hate that Disney gave it, that, gave it up. To, they sold, sold it oh, off to Fox. So sad. I never saw the third Netflix one. Netflix is doing it now. Yeah, they're doing like a did, series though, aren't they? Or They're doing a series, okay. yeah. Did you see, um, was it, I did see it the Dawn third Treader? one? Dawn Treader. Okay. Um, it, it was not as good as the first right. two. It right. was still enjoyable to me because mm-hmm. I love that entire series. Right. But um, I just, I feel like the story, to me anyway, it is not overly anything. It's not, right. it's just a great storyline. Right. And, and just following the kids and the different right. things. But yeah, I didn't well, think Don Treader was as good as the other two. And I know that you and I are both believers and we ha- we're, we're both people of faith and we get that. And so it's not as if we're saying that, you know, you have to have these overtones in this movie, but if that's part no, of the original not story, then leave it in the story. But if that was the original story, you know, right. Exactly. If, it's, if the original story was about something else, then, right. then fine. You know, like I don't I, I'm all about to... if the author yes. put it in, if the right. author put it in, you need to do what the author wanted because yeah. I'm interested in seeing Elvis Fowl. I think you should watch that in the next couple of weeks just to kind of give your take yeah, on it because, absolutely. uh, you know, and maybe, maybe you'll remember enough about the book to, to remember. Like I have no interest in reading the book. Um, young, young adult sci-fi is not my thing. Like I didn't like mm. Ender's game. I didn't like insurgent. I liked the first two. Oh, you didn't like insurgent. Oh, I hated the movie. Oh, the movie was awful. I didn't like the book. Oh, either. The movie wasn't good, um, but did you read the books? That's I, my question. Did I, I read, you read the, the first books? book and it was okay. It just wasn't, um, uh, okay. big plug for, and I, and I sent you this, 
this already before, but big plug for my friend uh, KB Hoyle. She writes a series called The Gateway Chronicles, and the first one is called the Oh, Blink that's right. Six. I need to um, They're very good. And I'm somebody who doesn't like a lot of young adult dystopian kind, mm-hmm. of, kind of that thing, but mm-hmm. her influences are Narnia. Her influences are Lord of the Rings. Her influences are like this. You can see a lot of that in there, and it's not – she doesn't st- strip those basically from those books and copy and whatever, but it's, she sets up these characters. She is great at world building, mm-hmm. which, by the way, if you're an author, world building is one of the hardest freaking things you can ever do. And oh my gosh, she like is, Tolkien was a master yeah, at that. Exactly. Like, I mean, like look exactly. at the worlds he built. Like, you know. Um, a master. <laughs> but going back to Artemis Fowl, I, it was okay. I'd be interested to hear what the okay. audience thinks about it, but uh, you know, it just, I I've might reread the book. the book first because yeah, it's on Audible. to remind it's on myself. Audible, so go find it on Audible as well. Like so that's Audible. Artemis Fowl. Audible. Let us know what you think about it on okay. Disney+. Plus. So we're going to talk a little bit about Pixar movies, specifically Pixar, Pixar attractions. Now, there are 22 Pixar films out there. Okay, onward being the yes. the, the last one, twenty second. Mm-hmm. With Soul coming yes. out now in November, I believe that's going to make a big Oscar push. I think uh, I'm predicting is that November. It. Okay, Oscar. That's going to be your Oscar winner next year for animated film. Without even seeing it, I can mm-hmm. tell you that's what it's going to be because mm-hmm. it looks cool. It looks like it does look really whereas, cool. Whereas Onward was more of a crowd pleasing, kid pleasing movie like Cars yeah. or whatever. Soul looks more of like a Ratatouille, like a like a Wally, more of a sophisticated mm-hmm. kind of kind of animation. Yeah. I'm really looking. Forward I agree. To it. But the list and, of, and I enjoyed Onward. I did so, too. I like liked that, Onward quite a bit. And we'll yeah, talk about I love it. But, but but there are yeah. a lot of Pixar movies have their own attractions. Toy Story one, two, three, and four have Toy Correct. Story Land. Bugs Life has its, it's stuff to be a bug. Monsters Inc has the Monsters mm-hmm. Land flat floor in Disney World and in Disney in Land the ride. Land they've uh, got the the which, one with the doors. Yeah. Yes, which would have come to Disney World had the recession not happened in two thousand one, two thousand two. By the way, right. Uh, Finding mm-hmm. Nemo has a couple of attractions. The Incredibles has the coaster right. out there. Cars has the attraction yep. at well at Hollywood Studios and of course the in uh, the entire land the entire land over there. Ratatouille has a ride coming. Inside Out has mm-hmm. the ride. In, it's already in, in France. Yep. Exactly. So mm-hmm. there are six Pixar films that do not have attractions. And that is yep. Wally, Up, mm-hmm. Brave, Coco, mm-hmm. Onward, and The Good Dinosaur. Now, of course, you might say mm-hmm. that Brave has its own beat and greet, and it does. Mirror is out there. And I get it does, but there's but no, up, there's no ride though. You know, but but Up has their own meet and greet as well with the with the Russell and uh, Russell and right. Doug out there in, in Animal Kingdom. Mm-hmm. But we thought, you know what? What if we took an attraction? And we didn't make a new mm-hmm. attraction. We rethemed attractions to Pixar because Disney likes to retheme stuff. They like to say, you know what? We're Disney gonna, does like to retheme stuff. We're just going to strip it down. And, you know, we've got this great coaster called California Screaming. It's an awesome coaster right in there mm-hmm. in front of Pixar, in front of Mickey's, Mickey's uh, Fun Wheel. We're just going to make mm-hmm. it all Pixar. Let's just not even worry about building something new. We'll just do that. Uh, and so right. they like to do right. that. Um, so we decided we're going to take existing attractions. But some of their stuff isn't IP. So very like, true. Yeah, very true. Yeah, so. So we're going to take existing attractions, not building new ones, but existing attractions in nope. Disney World, and we're going to put Pixar themes on them, okay? Now, some yes. of my list might make the audience angry, but I've got some great ideas here that I think we can do. I think if Yours Bob- are probably better than mine because well, you are so much better than this. I, I know the Bobs are listening. They love this show. We haven't heard from them yet, um, but- Obviously. I, I've heard from people who have said that they've heard people say that they've heard rumors about other people talking about that maybe the Bobs know people who've listened to this show at least once. <laughs> So I'm thinking. I'm thinking if they hear this, they might. And Josh tomorrow too. He's probably thinking going to listen to this. Or oh yeah, probably. Well, you know. But these are just ideas. 
So let's. Start- I, I was in the park at the same time as Josh. So well, obviously, naturally, you guys are like besties. I mean, I mean, obviously, and we've got an let's agent start- in our agency who loves Josh tomorrow, and they're like besties too. So I mean, I mean yeah, you know, I mean, she's probably going to marry him. Exactly. So, so Josh and the Bobs, we're going to get them on the show eventually at some point. Um, yeah, it'll happen. Well, tomorrow <laughs> and Gad, both Joshes, the Joshes and the Bobs. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, totally. You know, we'll we'll give them ten minutes of our show. So let's talk about Wally first. Okay, okay. I want to hear what you would right. do with Wally. What attraction would you change to make a Wally attraction? Okay, honest to goodness, this to me was like the hardest one. I, I had to, three iterations of this. I went through, yeah. Did you? Okay, I did. I, like, I went that through one, crossed it out, and then crossed it out, like finally came upon a third one. Yeah. Okay. All right. So for me, and but here's the problem is that the attraction that I would like redo it with doesn't exist anymore. Oh, no. <laughs> so that's a little bit of a problem, but that's okay. okay. Uh, because in my head, this kind of works in Epcot in Future World. Okay. Because obviously we talked about the technology you know there's the technology aspect and stuff right. now of course we haven't seen the new iteration of epcot so this might all change once the new reimagining happens right. of, course. You know? of course but in my head my first thing was like oh ellen's energy adventure could totally be redone mm-hmm. with a wally you know right. with, with all but of course that's but now me. it's gonna be gardens of the galaxy yes it's now gonna be gardens of the galaxy right but i secondarily do think we could take this Wally, and we might be able to retheme. Oh God, this is not going to go well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. I'm do it. Do it. Test track. Ah, interesting. Okay, tell me what that looks. I like. I know that's kind of weird, but because there's already kind of the mechanical aspects of it, mm-hmm. you know, and I, it would. I mean, it it would be kind of a weird mashup. I get it, but. I do think that Disney could make it work. You know, you've got, a, you've got the, the different sections where you're going through and you've got the little Wally. He's doing his crushing for the boxes and the trash and he's making the cubes. Right, and, right. you know, then you kind of go through and you talk about, you know, by the end, of course, you're planting. I'm not sure how you get the speed test in mm-hmm. there, but I, I think it could happen. I think okay. it could work. So okay. It's I like weird. Okay. I had a hard time with Wally, though. Well, so. initially I wrote down Space Mountain. And then I was like, well, I can't really – I thought through it, and I crossed it out. Mm. And then I thought, well, what about living with the land? Because it's a whole ecological thing, by, by and large, whatever. Okay. And then I crossed that out, okay. and I came upon this. And I'm going to call it Wally's Great Space Coaster. Okay, now you have to understand, when I was a kid, there's okay. a show that came on TV called The Great Space Coaster. And it's one of my favorite things of all time. I love The Did Great Space You even Space named Coaster. it. I'm impressed. I didn't and so name I named it. all these because I'm a dork. And hey, so – look at you. You're a dork. The Great Space Coaster <laughs> – was it was owned by a company or was owned by a company called Sunbow Productions. All right, I'm not going to get into the history of that. Okay, but I'm bringing that up because I feel like Disney could buy this out, buy this outright, and because some of the puppets Probably. in Great Space Coaster were, were done by puppeteers from the Muppets, were done by Muppeteers, basically. Oh, okay, so okay. It's a natural, natural thing. So we replace it. We re- we put Wally over Rock and Roller Coaster. Okay, so. When you board okay. the cars, when you board the cars, mm-hmm. they're not limousines mm-hmm. anymore. They're like space little vehicles powered by fire hydrants okay. because that's how Wally does through space with a fire hydrant. Right? Yeah. So you go through Wally's adventure where first he's on the earth and everything's piled up and everything. And then you zip through space because you're, okay. you're trying to get to Eva. And then you go through, of course, the ship where the, where, where the, the, the one-eyed Cyclops robot guy, I forget the name or whatever, right. is coming after you, whatever. Play the song from mm-hmm. the Great Space Coast. If you've never heard the theme song, uh, it is never wonderful, it. okay? So that song could be playing okay. as well. And so at the very end, of course, you come up, and there's Eva right there. And as the, as the bars are lifting, you hear Wally go, Eva. It would, it would be awesome. 
the light. Okay. Can with the okay. Lights. Can we have the soundtrack be like because they had some good music in Wally? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. I think it'd be yeah. great. Okay. I think it'd be cool. And you can have okay. different effects all around you, just zipping through and seeing everything. You know, and, yeah. and obviously the poster's not that long, so it would have to go. You'd have to see things as you go by pretty fast. But I just like the idea yeah. of the fire hydrants powering you, and you, maybe like you hear this. You, you see the like this puff of smoke as they're because that's what Wally does yeah. in space is he gets through with the fire hydrant. Right. And, you know, right, right, right. Space and so Wally's great space coaster, really because okay. I really want I want to use that theme song because it's so great, so great. Okay, I like that. Okay, I have to listen to the theme song, but okay, right. so that's Wally. All right, so let's do Up, and I'll start with Up. up. Now I had a hard time with this. I had a hard time with a lot of these actually. Um, but it's up, not easy. With Up, I decided. You know what? Why don't we do something with the Astro Orbiter? Because nobody likes the Astro Orbiter. Nobody likes it. That elevator, that corral, it's crap. There's no fast passes. I mean, anybody who's like, I love the Astro Orbiter, you're lying. You're lying to me. You don't like the Astro Orbiter. Well, it's because you don't like that. what it takes to get there. If, if you're doing that whole corral elevator thing and it gets you to the Tower of Terror, worth it. Astro Orbiter, not so much. True. So true. let's Very say true. we redesign it where the elevator looks like a flying house. So you actually board, get okay. into the little house and it takes you up to the top and you have the little cars up there, which I don't know what they look like yet. Oh, no, 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 even better. Like the, the, the supports going to each car is like the fire hose. Yeah. And have Carl in the middle oh. holding the fire hose, you know? And okay. Each, you have okay. Like, a, like a little and car design. And balloons in the middle? Exactly, balloons in the middle. You have a car design for one for Doug, one for Kevin, one for, for an Alpha, one for Charles. Like each of the characters have their own yeah. car and stuff like that. And you can kind of go up and down. And maybe even each car has like a little, little quote-unquote balloons atop. So it's like floating you up and down as you go through. Zip it. Carl's, I, Carl's Flying House. Just call it Carl's Flying House. Or Mr. Fredrickson's Flying House or something like that. So that's my thought for, okay. for Up. That is cute. What do you think? What, okay. What, what, what do you got? I like that. All right. So I had to. So first I was like, well, maybe Animal Kingdom would be a good place, you know, because they already have right. Kevin of and course, Doug and everyone walking around. Then trying to like retheme an attraction there, I'm like, uh, I don't know, like maybe we could retheme something over in Dino Land or, you know, like kind mm-hmm. of like Cali River Rapids because I'm not a big fan of that ride. Sorry. Right. Of course. Uh, oh, I thought about, I but thought about that. this is going to oh. catch me flack too because I, I don't feel like, okay, so let me just be real. I don't feel like we should do this. I just feel like it would work <laughs> if we did this. For okay? the purposes Let, of I'm the segment what we're doing. This. Yes. For the purpose of what we're talking about, this would work. Oh, wait till you see what I do to Coco. You're going to hate it. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) I think Peter Pan's flight would go nicely into Up. Interesting. Because you're already floating. You know what I mean? Right. You board. You can be on, like, the porch. Mm -hmm. Like, you're sitting in the – and then the house is behind you instead of this pirate ship behind you. Right. You know? And then you're floating over, like, different scenes, Mm -hmm. of course. I like it. Um, I like from, it. And that would that would take yeah. away some of the the PC issues that Disney may or may not have in the future with some of the Peter Pan visuals. Let's just say that. Um, I'm just saying. You know, like, I, I get it. I get it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mr. Frederickson's flight. I, you could call it that. Right. Like Mr. Exactly. You know, Mr. Frederickson's each, each flight. Or, or Doug take off the sails. You know, put, the, put the balloons there. And each little yeah, ship put the becomes a little house. And, okay. I see that. And then so, like instead of like where the crocodile is, you could have right. the, um, you could have alpha or, right. you know, right. whatever. I, okay. I get it. I get it. So. Or what if. Um, oh, yeah. I, okay. So let me get this right. You hate Peter Pan's flight. And oh you want to see it taken out. Okay, I get that. I get that. Or, or the other idea I had, and it just came to me. What if we did yeah. 
we took we, what if we changed it the bugs life attraction which i guess we'd have to find something for else for bugs life if you did this then you have to find something else for bugs life but took the bugs life attraction and made it into a, like an up themed film of some sort you know, interactive blah 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 told the story only because you wanted to call it it's tough to be a dog Boom. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know I support that because I hate it stuff to be. Uh, I know, so. I know. Please continue all the way to the very end of the row because I love you. And so that would be perfect. <laughs> Squirrel. Right. Squirrel. So, so far, I love up. I love so far, up. I'm going to go with my idea for the space coaster for Wally. We're going to yeah. go with your idea because you hate Peter Pan's flight. Just gut that entire ride and rebuild it for up. Okay, I get it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, can you imagine? The, oh my gosh, people would go insane. Oh my gosh, it would be horrible. People would lose their mind and i'm just, like i said i'm not saying to do that i'm just saying right. it would fit you could do it right so let's do brave okay now let, okay let's brave. brave oh brave. this was hard too yes this was hard and i kind of cheated a little bit on this one so you'll have to forgive me when okay. i get there, but but go ahead go ahead with brave what you got okay okay honestly for brave and again i'm not saying we should do this because i love the rock and roller coaster as it is with mm. aerosmith but in my head i was like we could do we could redo that Okay. as brave and it would be kind of scenes from the ride because like honestly the first thing i was like oh well maybe some sort of a dark ride like a snow white scary adventures mm -hmm. but right. with brave you know but then i'm like okay well what would i retheme in the magic kingdom okay what else could we use but then i was thinking like all right there's already been talk about like rumors throughout the years with the rock and roller coaster i'm like i feel like with the slingshot you could be like the arrow like mm -hmm. being pulled back yep. as like she's oh and you're, you're, you're like arrow. you're on the arrow you are the arrow yes. Gotcha. Yeah, you're okay. on the arrow and like that's taking you through, you know, different scenes from the movie. You got the little fairies and you got the bear and you've got the, And as you, at the you end know. of the ride, as you're going through, instead of going under like the, the concert thing, it's like you're going into mm -hmm. a bullseye or something. Like, know? yeah, or some, something Sponsored like by that. Target? Or, or uh, I mean, that's perfect. Bingo. Perfect. Well, they've got yeah. the mini Disney stores, allegedly. I've never seen one. Um, but they've got their okay. I haven't so, either because they're not in mine. So for Brave, I cheated a little bit because I thought instantly, oh, what if we what if we changed up something that I've never done? I don't know a lot of people okay. do it because people walk right by it. They know a lot about it. Turn it into Brave, and suddenly I think it's something bigger. The Frontierland Shooting Gallery. Take away the guns. Make it okay. a bow and arrow. Make it a bow and arrow and archery thing of some sort. Do it safely. Oh, you can do it safely okay. somehow. Um, okay. You know, they have the archery, of course, in Fort Wilderness. You can merge that they with do. this. Uh, mm -hmm. And you can stand behind the counter using the bow and arrow and somehow make it to where you can't swing the bow or the arrow uh, left or right. You know, to you can't shoot anybody with right. it or whatever. Again, okay. you, take, you take away the gun theme. I'm not saying that I, I, I support taking away the gun theme, but I'm saying that it's, it's another way for Disney to say, look, we're doing something fun instead of using guns. We're yeah. going to use arrows, blah, blah, blah. You know, that's another PC step in their direction. would be pleasing to everybody. Have a Merida meet and greet right there as well. Mm. After you get done with it, you can walk a little hallway. There's Merida. It's like uh, Merida's, uh, Merida's archery range or something like that. Again, sponsored by Target. Okay. you got the bullseyes at the very end there. So, Yeah. yeah. So I, I think this is you could also do that in, you know, like when they have flower and garden festival, they always mm -hmm. have like little stands and stuff like Very during true. those special festivals at Epcot. I mean, they could yeah. even be like a temporary thing. Very you, true. And I think a lot of these, including brave, you could even do an overlay on the, uh, the, the, the Scotland, um, kiosk for the food. Do oh yeah, exactly. And, you know, absolutely. Very yeah. cool. Okay. So. All right. So okay. Let's, All let's right. Move All over right. To the good dinosaur. Now this is a movie that not, not mm. a lot of people like. I think the Good Dinosaur gets a bad rap. You um, like this movie? It's not a it's not a terrible movie. It's not great. It's okay. there are movies I like less than this. Like I think Brave is a beautiful movie, and it is incredible. Oh, story. it is beautiful. And I love Merida, and I love mm -hmm. that story, and I love the story it tells. 
I would mm-hmm. probably watch The Good Dinosaur before I'd watch Brave again. To me, Brave tends to be a little really. Yeah, it tends to log slog a little bit, and when Mom turns okay. into a bear, it's a little much for me. I'm just like, eh, I don't like. I didn't like the direction it took with that. Um, I know I just bragged on the story, and I'm like, the story sucks. No, the story doesn't suck. Uh, I think it's a great story. I think it's a great movie. It's just I, I, Good Dinosaurs. It's light and it's fluffy. So okay. I had originally right. written down turning this into a dark ride and taking out many adventures of Winnie the Pooh. And I thought, you know, it's a just simple dark okay. ride. You know, you're going with Arlo. You're trying to find your family again, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. But you said Kali River Rapids. And I had not thought about that. I did. And now I'm thinking because Arlo, the, the uh, um, a good dinosaur, does hinge on a lot of water play because he gets lost okay. in the river. He gets floated downstream. He's got to find his way yeah. back. You know, you turn, you take Kali River Rapids, which mm-hmm. nobody cares about the story in Kali River Rapids. Nobody even, if you ask 10 people, Disney goes, I, on the street, honestly, I don't think it's a great story. People would be like, I'm not about deforestation about, either, so don't add me. I'm logger. just saying. No, she's not, she's not for taking out the forest. She's all about just taking out Peter Pan's flight. So, with God, <laughs> Godansor, just like you, David's about taking out Space Mountain, you could turn this into a, 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 like an Arlo adventure of some sort, like Arlo's water okay. adventure or something like that. And so, yeah. I, I just feel like, you know, you, you it can be dinosaurs spitting water at you. Exactly, dinosaurs spitting water at you. You know, all like the the T Rex and stuff and everything could be somewhere on there. Now the ride's not very long. You couldn't do a lot with it. Yeah, but that's okay because most people haven't seen the movie anyway. So who cares? And so you know, you could <laughs> theme the whole thing to Good Dinosaur. True. It range it, it, it raises awareness for the Good Dinosaur. People kind of yeah. understand who the characters mm-hmm. are. You know, you got the yep. little and I forget the kid's name. Spot, I think, is what the what the kid's name is in that. One. I honestly don't remember. That's um, how. Well, it's it's a role reversal, obviously, because now the the little human yeah. kid is the pet, and the dinosaur is actually the master, right. or whatever. Um, but I, you could do something with that, and just kind of have the, the characters throughout. But yeah, good dinosaur, Collie. Okay. Ar- Arlo's Arlo's River Rapids. Uh, you know, Arlo. Yeah, mm-hmm. something like that. So, what what do like you got that. for what do you got for good dinosaur? From so for me, on a lot of these, I kind of went with where would it fit in the land? Because Disney is so much about, okay, it needs to fit into the land. So I kind of would go with like, okay, I would put it here and then I would kind of like pick an attraction to Uh re-theme. So in my head, um, the the good dinosaur, obviously we have Dino Land USA with a ton of things. And I, as much as, like I love Primeval World. A lot of people hate Primeval World. (laughs) But, um, and I think that's closed now, isn't it? It's, season, it it's quote unquote it's seasonal, much seasonal. like Stitch's, Stitch's Great Escape was seasonal yeah. for two years before Disney seasonal. was like, oh, come on, it's closed. Stop worrying about yeah. it. You know? So, I mean, they might have to redo the track or whatever, but I think Primeval World totally rethemed into the good dinosaur. So, okay. I don't know what we call it, Arlo's World, mm-hmm. you know, something like that. But it fits into the whole, you know. It does. It does. Because I thought about doing dinosaur itself plans. for good dinosaur, and that was an obvious choice. But I'm okay. like, you know, I'm not going to take the easy route by putting a dinosaur ride in dinosaur land. Let me do something different. So, you know. Yeah, easy route is what I take. That's okay. There, but- it's all right. That's right. Fine. So, <laughs> but that, you know, needed to be redone anyway. It, it works, so. though. I think it's a good idea because you can redo that work. ride completely. You could even keep the same track. You could do the land. You could, you could actually do the entire area instead of being like Dino-Rama or mm-hmm. whatever. Right. You could actually redo the dinosaur? whole thing into a good dinosaur. That is a proposition for you right there. That's a big – that's an actual I'm just saying – that's an idea. It, that would be a kind of an easy thing. So it wouldn't just be one attraction. You could redo the entire area. Well, you could do like an Arlo themed ride for Trutchier mm-hmm. Stop Spin and then do like, because yeah. the, you had three T-Rexes in there that are, end up being the bad guys because they end up wanting to, right. to end up wanting to hurt Arlo and whatever. So you could have them as like primeval world focus, like kind of the, 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 the T-Rex mm-hmm. run or whatever it is. Uh, you wouldn't yeah. Even change, you wouldn't even have to change the track itself because 
People mm-hmm. who hate the Gidonosaur are probably those lame people that hate Primeval World, so they're not going to go with it anyway, so it doesn't matter. Probably. And so, yeah, you could do so the, there big, you go. the big dinosaur. And the Carnival games could largely stay the same, just change the, you know, of names course. or whatever. Of course. So, what'd you come yeah. up with for Onward? What do you think for Onward? For Onward? Oh, Onward, again, because I, and I have seen it now, like mm-hmm. I watched it, what, three weeks now, ago? Now, what did you think about it? I don't even know that we this talked about it. hard for what, me. What did you think about Onward? Well, I don't think we did since I saw it. I yeah. liked it. it. Honestly, there were a couple of parts that were slow for me. Yeah. A couple of parts. Um, but I loved the idea of the whole story, mm-hmm. you know, like dad wanting to spend right. the time with his kids. I loved like the the brotherly love that was in there. Kind of reminiscent to me of Anna and Elsa, right. the sister, you know, the sister bond. It was like the brother bond. Um, I thought it was, it, I thought it was a really good movie. One I of loved my favorite. One of my favorite Easter eggs in all Pixar movies is in Onward, Mm -hmm. where in the background you see like the Shire Grill, and under it it says, now serving second breakfast. Oh my gosh, that's fantastic. I I love love that. Oh my gosh, I was cracking up. I love that the unicorns are like trashy animals and stuff, where they like dig in the garbage. Mm -hmm. I love the whole spin they took on this world, like a modern day world, but they put a fairytale spin into it. And I think that, I thought that was fantastic. Um, I I love that. So I liked Onward quite a bit. No, I, I, no, I really did too. Um, So I have to, so what attraction are we doing? In me, so in my head, so I ran into a problem because I would put it in the UK, mm-hmm. but you can't put it in the UK. Of course. Because there's no attraction right. in, the, in the UK. So instead, I was like, all right, where else would I put this? It might have to go into Fantasyland. And mm-hmm. if it was in Fantasyland, I think I would have to make it a dark ride and I would put it over poo. Because Winnie the Pooh, like there were some sections like where the Tigger bounces, you could maybe kind of do the thing where they're like bouncing over the terrain, you know, with the road that they had to take. Right. What did they call it? It was the, um, you know, in the van. What Guinevere. did they call that road? Oh, the yeah, road Guinevere was the van, but yeah. like the- I can't think um, of the road. I know, you know what you're talking about, about though. Yeah. Yeah. But like they had to break off from the main highway right. and they had to go on the road and like you're mm-hmm. kind of bumping over the road. And so I know it's kind of cheesy. It's probably- Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, Test Track would probably be better. I was actually just thinking the same thing. Oh, Test Track is actually way better for that. You could board Guinevere, Guinevere 2, Guinevere 3, or whatever. Oh, I like that. Okay, change that. Test track. I just changed my mind. And then each that literally each, just each, dawned on me. Each part of the track itself would be a different part of their journey. Like you're yeah. bringing the rocks going back and forth, the brakes, the speed up, whatever. And the of course, you hit that the open. So much you better. hit the open road, which is themed like a dirt road through field or whatever, as you zip around. That yeah. Cool. No, I like that better. Cool. Okay, I changed my mind. Test track. I like I that. I like that. Well, because I, I was thinking about that too, yeah. but I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the one that I kind of had originally thought of. Um, and this, I don't know how this fits into. Animal Kingdom, other than it's going to go mm-hmm. into the whole Beastly Kingdom thing. Overlay. Right, which was supposed to be a thing. And retheme Dinosaur. Now, I know this okay. is now Dino Land, okay. but I will say this would be kind of easier to separate because you've got Dino Land and you have to walk that little sidewalk down to Dinosaur. So it is kind of broken off a little bit, whatever. So mm-hmm. you could even do like a small, like a Beastly Kingdom area. Maybe I didn't call it that, but like a fantasy area of whatever and do some yeah. sort of prehistorical something back there and do whatever. Um, yeah. You board Guinevere. And then the whole attraction, the ride itself, is those adventures of Ian and Barley as they're trying to find their dad. I'm thinking of Indiana like Jones, that. which is kind of the same track as Dinosaur, pretty much. It is kind of the same track. You know, you're able to. So that could definitely it. work. Exactly. At the very end of it, of course, instead of yeah. having the big dragon coming mm-hmm. at, or big dinosaur coming at you, you have that that, uh, mm-hmm. that the evil dragon that comes at you at the very end, coming down on you like yep. that. It's just it's. Yep. I think that works, and I think it'd be more popular. Than if dinosaur. you want. 
if yeah. you wanted to do a show to retheme, mm-hmm. Phantasmic already has a dragon. I'm you know just what? saying. That's actually great. I would I would go see an you, onward onward Tasmic. I would totally want. go see that. Like to pull out the Pocahontas. I love you, Pocahontas. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, but I don't think your show no. really fits in Phantasmic. Right. You know what I mean? You could throw like an onward in there. I don't know. Right. That's an idea okay. too. Okay, so now let's okay. get to Coco. All right, Coco. Now, Coco. The, the natural okay. answer for Coco is Grand Fiesta Tour. Everybody wants to see Coco yes. going to Mexico. I get it. So I was like, that. I'm avoiding that altogether. I'm not doing that. Okay. 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 So here's here's what I want to do, and this is probably going to raise the ire of some people who thought that your Peter Pan's flight disc was probably pretty pretty terrible. Um, what Uh-oh. if and this is a, a, a cheating again a little bit because we're not going to take this attraction out altogether because it's just too popular. What if you did a haunted mansion overlay around October around the fall? Okay. Okay. An overlay, though. Okay. An overlay, not a whole thing. But okay. 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 Throw in the Day of the Dead. All right. So you're walking into, you're going into the 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 Day of the Dead stuff, the the other world stuff where the the, Mm. you've already got the skeletons there. Uh, The 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 boneyard scene is 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 a Miguel going Mm. through, and you know you've got that. I don't like. I haven't been lost since Coco, so I can't go to everything that's in Coco. But like. I just feel right. like I do a lot of things with some of that in there. As an overlay, not permanent. Once once November right. first, all this stuff comes back up, back to Haunted Mansion. Right. When they do the Ghost Galaxy with, with Night Before Christmas at Disneyland. I would say September to October, yeah. do, a, do a cocoa overlay. Um, I, I think that would be cool. Hmm. I think it would be an interesting thing. Okay. And because it's not I permanent, like I think it's, it's, it's viable just because the whole Day of the Dead thing. Because it's not permanent, right. I, I would agree. Right. And I, I would, it's yeah. in Liberty Square. Mm. Which is America, but it's also like almost like a North America thing. So you've got America and you've got yeah. Mexico kind of together, this united world kind of we're together. Yeah. There's no wall there. It's all good. I think it's I think it might work. Yeah. So Okay. No, I like that actually, because it's an overlaying because you're not getting rid of my beloved right. haunted mansion. And we're not and we're not gutting Peter Pan's flight like you're wanting to do. <laughs> Right, obviously. I did I did say <laughs> let's course. completely gut but, but let's Peter not play Pan's the table. flight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so for my Coco, again, I like you went straight for Grand Fiesta Tour because that's mm-hmm. what you could do. But then right. I was like, all right, since that's already been rumored, I probably can't do that. Right. So I will look at something else entirely. Mm-hmm. And I kind of went over into Hollywood Studios because in my head, this kind of works like a show, almost like an interactive show. Mm-hmm. So I would almost love to see and i don't know how you would do it but you know where beauty and the beast live on stages mm-hmm. i would love to see a coco live and even have like parts of the you know where they had the day of the dead um and they had the you know the skeleton and she was like doing the, right. the art and she was crawling out before right, they had right. the concert and i would like to see kind of that happen i don't know how they would even make mm-hmm. that happen with all those i would be effects. okay with anything happening but, in that theater because I, I think that show I is mean, well overdue for I, a change I, I, and I love Beauty and the Beast. I love Beauty and the Beast. Don't get me wrong, but it's it's tired. It's time for something else. And I think Coco, because it relied so heavily on music, right. I think you could do something fun. May, I mean, you don't want to rip off maybe this Frozen sing-along because I don't know the people sing-along. They don't want to Coco sing-along as, as well, Coco. right. And so- Yeah, but- I wonder also, I know this is one of your favorite attractions, so forgive me for this, mm-hmm. Jen, but um, what if you did a Coco version of uh, Voyage of the Little Mermaid with the light show and the puppetry and the laser lights and the black oh, light? Like, oh, like I that. didn't even think about it. You can, uh, you can update that. I forgot about the Voyage right, of the Little Mermaid. Does, does look a little dated, but I think you have- the, It does. The, 
the, the blacklight skeleton. No, I like in that. There. Ernesto coming I in like would probably that. look a lot cooler than whatever. You know, and that would look way cooler. And in Mexico, you have the puppeteers that do the, the Miguel puppets, which are really cool. Yeah. You could do the same thing yeah. on stage here and not have to worry Absolutely. about the live action. And so that's true. Perfect. So I like I actually like that better. I wasn't even thinking of that little nice. mermaid show, but that is a better show fit. So we so, have now yeah. gotten every Pixar Comes movie. And uh, uh, right. we've done everything. So now, oh no, we've so, done all of them. Yes, exactly. All the Pixar movies now have rides. So now, the second part of the show, we're going to go back to all the Disney animated films. Let's start with Bambi. Uh, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just okay. kidding. Let us know what you think. The MSC Podcast at gmail.com. Is there anything you want to see rethemed to Pixar? Uh, Pixar. Uh, Pixar film. Mm-hmm. You know, or maybe one that exists now. You're like, you know what? I know this one is. Toy Story, but I actually wouldn't mind seeing it if it was something else. Let's change that to cars. Let's change this to whatever. Yeah. We want to hear what you have to say. We'll be happy. Absolutely. We'd love to read the ones on the air that you guys come up with in, in a couple of weeks when we finally get some Q&A going as well. Um, yep, yep, let's yep. end this show now. Let's wind this show down with a magic moment as we always do. Jen, what's your magic moment look like? As we always do. All right. So today's magical moment comes from another Upon a Star agent, and this is our good friend, Mary. Meredith. We love Um, Mare. And a lot of the magical moments we've talked about, you know, happen with kids. And of course, cast members love to take kiddos and make magical moments. Mm -hmm. Um, This one happened to an adult, and I also love that. So, um, and she even sent us a photo. I'm going to have to see if we can locate that photo, David, and maybe we can post it in the show notes. Yeah, Mare is a huge fan of Minnie Mouse ears, much mm-hmm. as I am. And there was a particular pair that she really, really wanted. Um, and it was like a special edition ear. And, you know, back, it was about two years ago, like the rose gold ears were selling out and the special edition right, ears right, were selling right. out for everything. You just could not get them. So this was her only goal in going to the park. And she said she was literally reaching for a different pair of ears because she could not find the one she wanted the cast member was putting back the single returned pair right next to where she was going to pick up like her second choice basically of course of course of new mouse ears and they were the pretty like goldish Mm -hmm. um like black and gold ears and she was so excited that that was like the only pair and it was a return pair and she was able to then take it from the cast member go purchase her brand new special ears. She said all the magic just kind of rushed to her because that was the one thing she wanted that trip. And so sometimes a magic moment can also be unexpected. And the cast member had no idea she was creating a magic moment, but it was just. I vaguely remember when that happened. I, I think I remember when that happened. Actually, we and I were friends. We've been friends a long time now. And, and I think I remember her coming. I remember her coming online like on a message or whatever and was like so super excited about those ears and this is back when they just came out and everybody wanted one and of course you had the people going mm-hmm. and buying like 75 pairs and selling like 300 on ebay because that's what people do mm-hmm. um that's exactly the blah, blah blah but yeah i remember that and that was a magical moment and she's just so thrilled she was just so happy oh she was so, so excited yeah it's so much fun when things like that happen for people so very good that is the main street logical podcast our fifth episode in the can guys we hope you have enjoyed our show of course all the usual places apple podcast spotify iHeartRadio, stitcher we love for you to go there subscribe to the show listen give a five star review if you can because five is the, is the most magical of numbers most magical of numbers next week it's our father's day show jen who we got coming on <laughs> next week Oh, next week we have the Imagineers from the Imagineers podcast coming on. So we have Matt and Susie. Yes. Um, we just spent four weeks on their we podcast. Did. We did. Uh, what, like 
toward the end of quarantine yeah. doing your to- the top 100 favorite attractions. That was right. some good shows. Go check those out. Great shows. But they are. Mm-hmm. Yes. But then we um, have a great show coming up talking about best and worst Disney dads. So you it's, it is a very fun episode. You yep. do not want to miss it. Yep. And of course, so, to go back and listen yeah. to McNair, listen to our friend Diva Christine, all the other stuff yep. we've gotten and download all the shows as well. Mm-hmm. You guys have a magical week. Be great to each other. And don't forget, socially distance yourself, but thank that Phoenician. Thank you for listening to the Main Street Electrical Podcast. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at The MSE Podcast. Or visit our website at themsepodcast.com. Be sure to subscribe and may all your wishes come true. Get on board on the Great Space Coaster. We'll explore a common ride of fantasy to a place where dreams fly fast and free. With new friends and new things to see. We'll spin you through the galaxy on the Great Space Coaster. Oh, on the Great Space Coaster. Off we go. Yeah.